0: It's time to head to the self-improvement room where you get to take a moment out just for you and work out what you want to work on. What do you want to change in life? What transformations do you want to make? Let's talk about it in the self-improvement room. All right, welcome to it. I think it's visit number three, which means it's episode number three in the self-improvement room. I am stoked to be here. It's actually raining today, but that didn't get my spirits down because I get to talk to you about the stuff that I freaking love. So I'm going to get straight into it today because this one is something that I have been kind of researching I guess, maybe, researching for a few months now. And I've done a few little experiments and kind of recorded a lot of the results that I've had from this little experiment. And uh, I want to talk about it with you today. And I believe, well, I'm calling it the silent pandemic. And let me tell you something. This silent pandemic is destroying, it's completely sabotaging your happiness. And guess what? It's happening from like ages four, five and six right throughout because I think it's a deep seated generational thought process. And what I'm talking about is none other than mindset, but it's the type of mindset. It's the type of language that, gosh, almost everyone, almost everyone uses There's a hint of scarcity. There's a hint of pessimism. There's a whole bunch of negativity. And 90, probably 99% of us don't even realize we are doing it. And that is what is stopping us. Well, that is one of the main things that's stopping us from moving forward and achieving what we want in life. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I hope that This episode gets you to stop and think and go, "Mm, do I talk like that? Do the people around me talk like that? And if I do, can I change that? Because if you can manage to change this, then I believe your life will change exponentially. And that is one of the things that I consistently work on myself. And it changes my life all of the time. So last week uh, in the self-improvement room, we discussed self-awareness. So if you are listening on your favorite podcast app or you're watching YouTube, I will put the link in the show notes and the description for you if you want to check out last week's episode, which is all about self-awareness. And uh, we discussed how being self-aware can help us recognize where our struggles are in life and how we can begin to overcome them. Like I said, for the last few months, I've been doing this kind of research because I was starting to notice a very familiar pattern when having conversations with people. So whether that was at a local cafe or a restaurant or a retail store or the bank or social media, especially, basically anywhere that you can strike up a conversation, I heard this mindset I heard this language almost like we've all been in the same place so often that we all just speak like each other and uh, this pattern was everywhere. So then I decided to test it out on my coaching clients and I thought, I'm just going to ask, you know, every session how their day was and for one positive thing that happened throughout their day. And then I moved on to some of my younger students and I asked them for one positive thing throughout their day. And then I asked my kids for one thing that they felt was a positive thing throughout, thing throughout the day. And sure enough, it was there. It was there with all of them, almost all of them, even my, even my kids. And I'm like, no, what am I doing? I'm not teaching you. But it was there. So, I would say one positive thing from your day. Now, not all of the kids um, had something negative to say, but too many of them did. And a lot of the answers that I got were, no, I can't really think of anything that was positive. And then I would get some answers like, I'm not doing this, (laughs) this is stupid. Okay, and some of my other answers were, no, I had a terrible day, I have a terrible day every day, okay, Uh, can you think of anything positive, no, wish I was still in bed, okay, (laughs) fair enough, and uh, some of my clients were like, oh, it's been a bit of a tough day actually, okay, well, that's fair enough. Uh, Is there anything that you can pull from it, though, that was positive or even good? Mm, No, I don't really get many of those days. And that's the kind of answer that I had a lot. And then I thought, I'm going to listen to other conversations. And I was listening to this conversation where um, I was just behind this table and this lady was saying that she'd bought a really nice house and she was renting it out. And that income was paying for her overseas trips, which she was really, really you know, grateful to have. And I said, oh, that's good. She's got this you know, gratitude mindset. And in the very next breath, she says, but I feel like I have to work really hard because if I, for some reason, lose those tenants and then I lose my job and then I'm overseas... I can't pay for anything or do anything and I'll lose everything. And I just thought, whoa, <laughs> how, did that, how did that take such a turn? Or, you know, you'll hear the interest rates just went up. I have absolutely no idea how I'm going to afford that. And of course, like that's a fair call. But if you're always talking about that and you're always putting that out there, then how are you going to afford it? You don't believe that you can. So it's probably going to end up exactly how you're you're saying it is. This is something that I'm going to delve into uh, in future episodes, and that is talking about your vibrations. And no, it's not the woo. It's not magic. <laughs> it's actually... Quantum physics. (laughs) But I will delve into that a little bit later on. But like attracts like. So I just want to say that for now like attracts like. So like thoughts attract like things. That's why they say what we think about, we bring about. And you might be thinking, well, I didn't bring about this shit. (laughs) I didn't bring about this life. Well, what do you think about all of the time? Like I've heard 99% of the conversations lately that I've been listening to have this scarcity mindset. They're scared of losing things. They're scared of not having enough of things. That's where we need to have this mindset of abundance. And yes, it's hard. It is difficult. And there are some days where I think in lack and in scarcity and in negativity. And then I have to remember what that does for me in comparison to what an abundance mindset does for me. My life has completely changed because of my mindset. I am here talking to you about this stuff instead of continuing to make music and release music because I know this stuff works and I want people to know, I want you to know, I want you to be able to change your life because it's amazing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I know that some of this stuff is really difficult and I know that life isn't all rainbows and butterflies. It's actually not meant to be though. We would not know what good felt like if we didn't have the bad. So I'm not here to say, hey, you should be positive every day. You should be positive about everything. You should always be positive. It's not about being positive as much as it is shifting our perspective on life, guiding our mindset towards one of abundance and, well, even optimism, if you can get there, rather than scarcity and pessimism. And I get that some people who are in a really bad place, and if you're listening and you're in a really bad place at the moment and you're thinking, Christy, like (laughs) I can't think any positive thoughts, then... The next thing for you to reach for is the next best feeling. And it might be from despair to anger. That is a lift. That is a lift in vibrations. And then it might be from anger to resentment. And then it might be from resentment to a little bit optimistic, a little bit hopeful. So work your way up that ladder over time. You do not have to go from where you're at now, if that's a bad place, to, hey, I'm really happy, I'm really positive because I know that's not possible. That's ridiculous and that's why I think a lot of us go, yeah, I'm not with that positive mind shit. We just think that we just have to be positive all the time and think rainbows and butterflies but we really don't. We just have to work on feeling a little better each day, little by little each day. So, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about where your mindset sits. So, where's your mind at the moment? How are you feeling? What is your outlook on life? Do you focus on what you do have, or do you focus on what you don't have? Do you see the positive in most situations, or do you see the negative? I even caught my – well, actually, my husband caught me out. (laughs) He calls me up on things, um, just throws my words back in my face, which is weird because I think most of the time he's not listening, but clearly he is. But uh, he was – we were on our way to Costco and he was talking about, I don't know, I think it was like more overseas trips than all of these other things that he, he wants to get and he wants to do. And I'm like, God, you can't have it all. And he goes, why not? You tell me I can. Touche. I have nothing to say. And right then and there, I thought to myself, I don't even think that. I don't even think you can't have it all. It was literally just something that I said, because we're brought up in this world from generations that use this kind of language. It's generational. So one generation says to the next generation, says to the next generation, money doesn't grow on trees. You can't have everything you want. You know, we work hard for our money. People that have money are bad. Money is the root of all evil. No, negativity is the root of all evil. So yeah, I was caught out myself and it does happen, but you have to be aware. So if you're always thinking about your lack of money, or your lack of time, or freedom, or your lack of good friendships, then that is what you're going to experience. Lack, lack, lack. We're constantly being sold the idea that happiness and fulfillment come from material possessions rather than from within. And this creates a cycle of constant dissatisfaction, whereas we strive to meet unrealistic expectations. and Then we become trapped in this pattern of self-doubt, and self-criticism. A social media is a great example. We go on social media and we see just the highest, <laughs> the highest of expectations. We see smoke and mirrors, really. But you get on there and you think, "Holy shit, my life is not like this." Oh man, like I don't, I don't look like that. I'm, I'm way fatter than that, or you know, I'm too skinny, or I don't have those luxury items or I don't have that many followers or why don't people like my posts and we feel inferior but it's not real it's not real people are not going to show you the shit in their life on social media they are going to show you the best parts so you're seeing a highlight reel of their life and you're going oh well mine doesn't compare no shit Sherlock mine doesn't compare either in fact, I come to you quite open about my life and yeah, it is pretty good, but it's still it's not going to sit up with the highlight reel of somebody's life. It's just perpetuating this feeling of self-doubt and just not being good enough and lack and scarcity and that's why I actually don't spend a lot of time on social media so I used to be exactly like that that was my thought process a bunch of my friends when I was when we were younger we all were into country music and a bunch of them had already filmed film clips and gosh one of my friends growing up she had already sang with Elton John and she went over to Nashville and had a record deal and so did a bunch of other friends of mine and I would just be sitting there with my two small children watching Foxtel watching my friends on their film clips and I was there feeding my kids and I thought you know well I love my kids of course but this is not where I thought I would be like I thought I would have that life and uh, yeah, eventually, eventually I did, but it was a very, very long time. So again, I used to be like that, and I still catch myself sometimes heading down that thought process, but I know it does me no good, and it puts me out of alignment with the things that I actually want. So your mindset, whether that's positive or negative, has a profound effect on your overall well-being. So where you choose to put your focus will determine, how you feel. The way you feel is going to determine the habits that you build and create and that is going to determine your overall value, which means your mindset plays a really large part in shaping who you are, not your DNA, which we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks. So you need to choose where you put focus. Where do you put your focus? I am consistently working on putting my focus in living, living for the moment and really enjoying the happiness that I'm getting out of every moment. And I'm also putting my focus in the vision that I have and the life that I want to create for myself. I don't want to live in that vision because I don't want to waste the precious time that I have between now and that vision. But I absolutely have a vision of where I want to go. Now, when you choose what you focus on, you will notice or if you start to pay attention to what you focus on, you will notice very quickly what you do focus on. And when you choose to focus on what you don't have and you live with a scarcity mindset, it can really affect many aspects of your life, including your relationships. That's when it can create a sense of mistrust and insecurity And then when you worry you don't have enough, it can lead to jealousy and possessiveness and you might struggle to trust your partner. And from there, that can lead to conflict and resentment. It's just a vicious cycle, round and round and round. So I urge you to think about your language. In fact, I have an action step for you this week, kind of like a little bit of homework or home play. So my action step for you is, pay close attention to all of the conversations that you have and that you hear. And I want you to listen for the negative, pessimistic, scarcity language. Now, if it's you using it, then I want you to pull yourself up, okay? And I want you to switch to something just a little more optimistic. Just reach for something a little better. Remember, it's not going about from where you are to straight up positivity. In fact, I would say more often than not, It's not ever going to be a jump straight to positivity. That's something you have to grow to. But you do need to reach for better language, better thoughts, better conversations and a slightly more improved mindset each day. And if you have children, I want you to pay close attention to their language and their conversations and you might notice that they are already starting to adopt this kind of language. I'm absolutely convinced that it's the silent pandemic that we're living And if we were a little more self-aware and paid a little more attention, even just a small amount of attention to a better mindset, then the world would really begin to be a better place. So that is what I have to say today. I think we are living in the silent pandemic and that is our mindset. Scarcity, negativity, optimism. And even if you don't feel like that, pay attention to your language because it might just be learned behavior. It might just be habitual language patterns. Either way, each day, just try to reach for a better feeling. All right, before we finish up, I have a question sent in for today's podcast. Now, if you want to send a question in to have answered on the show, I will leave the link in the show notes if you're watching on your favorite podcast app and I will leave the link in the description uh, if you're watching on YouTube. And all you have to do is put your name, email and your question and send it off and then tune into the show. If you don't have a question but you want to join what we call our self-improvement inside edition, so that's our weekly personal notes to your email. You can fill in just your name and your email address and leave the question box empty and click it and we will add you. All right. So this week's question, now all of my beautiful people that send questions in remain anonymous. And uh, one day I would like to actually bring you guys on the show to ask your questions. So that would be really cool. Uh, Now, before I answer the question, I just want to say that This is just my advice from my experience and my education. If you are going to make changes in your life, you need to do your own research and you need to seek your own medical or professional advice to make sure that you are doing everything the best way for your best self. All right. So today's question is, my children are making me feel like every day is incredibly difficult. Is there a way around this? Oh my gosh, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. My kids still make me feel like that. (laughs) But yes, there is. Uh, There's a slow way and there's also some quick things that you can do. Some quick things are to change your mindset and how you see it. And that's difficult, but it is possible. So if you are tired and you think, I really need to do this housework, just take the nap. Just take the nap. If your kids are crying and there's screaming, instead of getting frustrated with them, just ask yourself, what is it that they need from me? What is it that they want? And that should hopefully start to help with your mindset, which will help make things feel better. The long path is what I have done over many years and that is kind of like super nanny, I guess, but that is to build structures and systems for your children and for your house and for how it runs. When a child has structure and they have routines and there's a system in place within the house, they know what they have to do and they thrive. Now, they might cry occasionally and be really pissed off about that, but They know what they have to do at the end of the day. They don't have this chaos in their brain going, what time's dinner? What do we have to do? When's bed? They just know. So over time, putting structure and routine in place and creating your own little system within your house, that is what is going to save you with your children. I hope that answers your question, but I do know how you feel and I am sure that you're a brilliant mum or dad and... uh, I wish you all the best with your beautiful children. All right. So that is week number three. Join me in the self-improvement room next week. Same place, same time. Until then, remember, a little each day makes a lot.